Welcome to Highland Objects, podcasts that take you on a cultural tour of the Highlands and Islands of Scotland. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Highland Objects or visit the website highlandobjects.wordpress.com. Podcast 20 The Gearlock Pattern Socks. Hello, I'm Ailey Smith and I work at Gearlock Museum in Wester Ross and I'm sitting here with Karen Buchanan, our museum curator. And we're going to talk to you today about uh, something that might sound pretty normal in terms of attire, socks. But we hope that by the end of this podcast, uh, you'll maybe share our opinion that our Gearlock pattern socks are pretty special. Karen, could you maybe start us off by describing the socks for listeners? Sure. The, the, the socks are, well, they're knitted socks. They are a, a kilt sock. And we sometimes also refer to them as stockings or hose, girl hose. And the socks are knitted using stranded colour technique. That's when you're knitting with two different colours at a time. Fair Isle knitting actually uses the same technique. And some knitters hold one colour in each hand, but, but there are different ways of doing it. In any case, the, the sock has two uh, different colours. And in the case of the girl of stocking that's featured in the Highland Threads exhibition, they're bright orangey-red and, and blue, which have a great contrast. They're really vivid. The, the background to the sock pattern is always one stitch red and one stitch blue but then you have these bolder lines of the contrast color forming diamonds which repeat up the length of the sock from the toe to the knee and this double diamond or or dice pattern design is is what we now refer to as the Gerlach pattern and when they're knitted the knitting traditionally starts from the top of the sock with a two color rib and then we start with three diamonds around the widest part of the calf, but gradually decreasing to two diamonds at the ankle. And probably the biggest challenge in knitting the socks is keeping the diamond pattern correct while you're decreasing those stitches. It's certainly beyond my, my knitting skills, that's for sure. And the socks are really so vibrant. Were these socks knitted particularly for the Highland Threads exhibition or, or was this already in the collection? Well, the socks have been in the collection for a few years. They were knitted in the 1970s by a lady called Becca McCauley who was from Oppenin in the Gerlach area. She was actually a local schoolmistress but also a great knitter and there are many people still locally who have garments that she knitted. And this particular pair was knitted for her nephew, Hector MacDonald. And they mentioned that, you know, they, they are a really bright colour. And actually, Hector told me that Becca knitted him two pairs of stockings. And this was the first pair that she knitted. And they were, I'm afraid, too bright for him. He thought that they didn't go very well with his kilt. So he asked for another pair and she knitted him a more subdued pair. So these socks for Hector were knitted fairly recently. But am I right in thinking that the Gerloch pattern dates further back than that? 
Yes, it dates much further back. So Rebecca was actually instrumental in reviving the passion in the 1960s and 70s. But she was part of a long line of knitters, which go back to at least to 1830s, as far as we know. And at that time, wool manufacturing was increasingly mechanized throughout the the country, but not Gerloch, where it was still a home industry. So the, the wool came from the sheep on the croft and would be teased, carded, spun and dyed with natural dyes to produce a, a good quality wool for weaving and knitting. Whenever I kind of envisage people um, weaving and knitting at home, I think about it being kind of for everyday wear um, rather than anything as, as snazzy as the socks we, we have here. So was that something different, that there was knitting that was for garments that we might wear in the everyday, but that these were produced for almost a, a different market? Yes, that would be the case. And there was a deliberate movement to do that in order to generate income for families, particularly during the destitution period, the the Great Highland Famine. So when I think of that destitution period, I think about the destitution roads that the men were employed to make. But this was something, something else more for the ladies to be involved in. Yes, exactly. So, so the men were being paid a pint and a half of meal a day for a day's work on, on the roads. And of course, a lot of the roads around Gerloch were built during that time. But at that same time, the Dowager Lady Mary Mackenzie, who was a trustee of the Gerloch estate at the time for her stepson, Sir Kenneth, she actually uh, encouraged local women to improve their skills in spinning and knitting and dyeing and she also helped them to sell their the stockings further afield. Gosh so really really helping to to support kind of burgeoning cottage industry to to generate income. Yes exactly. Do we have any other records about the sock industry and how successful it was Karen? Yes, we know from a letter that was written by Dr. John Mackenzie, who was the factor of the Gerloch Estate in 1847 to the Destitution Board in Edinburgh. Uh, he, he was requesting a grant towards materials for female employment because Lady Mackenzie had more than 100 women working at the spinning wool, that's just the spinning, and who were make, manufacturing up to 35 stone of wool every week, which is then knitted into stockings. So that's quite a sizable uh, endeavour. And they were asking for extra wool to keep these women employed and also to help provide new clothing for them. Golly, it does sound like a totally thriving, thriving business. Yeah. Did Did anything change when her stepson became laird? Well, Lady Mary left the area when her stepson came of age and obviously he took on the estate responsibilities. He put his gamekeeper, there's a man called George Ross, in charge of looking after the stocking industry. And by the end of the 1800s, 
we know that there were large quantities of Gerloff stockings being sold both locally to tourists, but also being exported to Inverness, to Edinburgh, and even as far as London. And they were particularly praised for their quality. They often won prizes at the Scottish Home Industries Association competitions as well. They were known for, for having an elasticity and a softness, but also for the vibrance and beauty of the, the colours of the dyes as well. You know, they've obviously got a very special place uh, in Gerloff Museum's heart. Why, why do you think there's, there's so much love for them? Well, I think because the pattern has endured for so long that we see it being knitted over such a, a long period and we have garments in our collection that are a record of that and that's still being used by local knitters so it's really um, part of our living heritage it's part of the intangible cultural heritage of the area and it's also I suppose the creative aspect of it and the ingenuity which helped people to survive during those very difficult years in, in the middle of the 1800s. And what do you think is the future for the Gerlach pattern? Well, we really enjoy sharing a pattern with knitters around the world. And in 2014, with the help of funding from Museums Gallery Scotland, we created a modern pattern for the stockings. And I think to date we've sold probably around 500 copies of that. Uh, it's, it's online on Ravelry as well, so um, knitters can, can share the, the stockings that uh, they knit themselves. And in fact, Esther Rutter featured it in her book about knitting traditions in Britain that was published last year. It's called This Golden Fleece. I personally use the pattern. I've, I've adapted it for different garments and I've been knitting headbands, girl of passion headbands, which sell quite well in the museum shop. And I've written a pattern for those headbands, especially for the Highlands Threads exhibition. They're a bit easier to knit than the stockings. I would say kilt sock pattern is, um, is not one for beginners. And so I hope that that would encourage more people to have a go at knitting the pattern as well. Great. Past, present and future, Gearlock knitted pattern. We just love it when people send us photographs, when, when they have knitted up socks, um, either directly or, or you can see them on Ravelry, the Ravelry website as well. So we look forward to seeing people's creations in the Gearlock pattern all over the world. Highland Objects is brought to you by Expo North Heritage, which is supported by Museums and Heritage Highland, Museums Gallery Scotland, Creative Scotland, Highlands and Islands Enterprise and Historic Environment Scotland.